This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You were headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance DeScott. Welcome to another edition of The Drop Podcast. Guys, you know... The Blues have just not been playing well recently, and uh, they had to play the Oilers last night, a team that has a lot of young talent. And yes, that's talent has not played great this year. A lot of people are baffled as to what's going on with this team. They have lost six games at home already this year at Rogers Place, and um, the fans are getting very antsy up there. A lot of offensive skill. Cam Talbot's a good goalie. In my mind, their issue is the style of play. Yeah, you want to be open and you want to take your opportunities down the ice and get in the offensive zone and put as much pressure as you can on the other team's defense and the other team's goalie. But I think sometimes with the way that they are stacked with their lineup, if a team is able to come back and get out of the zone and get down quickly, they can score goals against this team. Is their defenseman the worst in the league? No. But they really need to address that. And I don't know if they're going to do it at the trade deadline. I don't know if they're going to do it next year. I don't know if some of these guys can start playing better for them. I, I just don't know. So going into last night's game, I guess if you're an Oilers fan, you didn't know which team was going to show up either. The team that scores six, seven goals and Talbot shuts them down and you know, they win 7-2? to two. Or is this going to be a team that has some good offensive opportunities, but they're just not able to capitalize? This team has got some great passers on it, some great skaters. So the Blues would have their hands filled. But that doesn't always, I don't know, I guess it doesn't always uh, equate to wins. You know, if you go back to the old Edmonton Oilers teams of the 80s, yeah, they would just outscore you. And they won a lot of games 5-4, to 6-5. to five. But when they needed to, Grant Fuhr would shut you down. There was a lot of Oilers games 6-1, to 5-1, to 4-1, to 4 to nothing, 5 to nothing. They had very good goaltending. In fact, you know, you're talking about a Hall of Fame goaltender and Grant Fuhr. They had some good defensemen. And they could score. They had the complete package. And... They wouldn't always play their same scheme every single game. You know, they would always have the talent there, but they would look at each game and and tailor their game and their offensive skills to how they played that team. Sure, there was a lot of times when it was back and forth when they felt they had the opportunity to do that, but it wasn't always that way. And I think this team needs to learn, and it, it, it starts with the coach. You've got the great offensive skill, but teach these guys how important defense is, how important getting back is, how important getting the guys out of the front of the net, how important it is to pressure the passer. They really need to do that if they want to become an elite team, and they've got the talent to do that. Well, the Blues have got a lot of talent too, and if that talent would come out, they could very easily beat this Edmonton team. I think the Blues are still one of the best teams in the NHL, regardless of how they've been playing. 
Great coach, great talent, great defenseman, a very good offensive players. It's just in the last couple of games that it hasn't come through for them. Edmonton would get a power play, but it wouldn't be the power play that would impress. It would be the Blues forechecking on that power play that would allow Sabotka to make a great play due to a mistake between Talbot and his defenseman and get a shorthanded goal to put the Blues up one to nothing. And the same thing with Dreisaitl. Oh, what we got? stolen in front. Sabotka, a shorthanded goal. Oh, my goodness. As the Oilers get crossed up and Sabotka with the Blues' first shorty of the year. And this place is stunned. An innocent-looking play, but give Sabotka credit for sniffing it out. Not giving up on it. It would have been easy just to peel off, but he doesn't. And Talbot and his defenseman, Clefbaum, they absolutely butcher this handoff here. Off the heel of the stick, through his own legs, right there to Sabotka. Blues give up the power play opportunity, but man... What a way, what a way to start this game off. You've been struggling. You've been making mistakes. Hard effort by Sabotka. I mean, just a great, great effort. Doesn't give up. Big mistake by Talbot. Huge mistake. I don't put that one off on the defenseman. I put that off on Talbot. Uh, That would be Sabotka's fourth goal of the year. Petrangelo gets his 10th assist. Stasny gets his 11th assist. 15 minutes, 14 seconds in. The Blues take an opportunity and put a goal in. One to nothing on the shorthanded goal. Very good first period so far for the Blues. Hard working. But you know Edmonton, like I said, they've got that offensive ability. And uh, they're not going to give up on this power play just because they gave up a shorthanded goal. They got right back at it. And just about uh, 27, 28 seconds later, Orion Strom would get his third goal of the year on a great pass by Benning to tie this game up at one apiece. To Benning across to Nugent Hopkins. Nugent Hopkins, wait, drop pass, Benning. Now to Strom, Rishad scores! Brian Strom ties the game at one. Would you call that a response? Wow. Second power play unit gets to go out there. They move the puck effectively. They pressure down. Ryan Strom rolls from the top, and they've worked a lot on the power play on movement. You've got a ton of player movement here. That causes all kinds of confusion. Look at how much room Strom has to be able to roll into the top. The three St. Louis Blues roll over to try to stop him. Bortuzzo can't get there in time, and a heck of a snipe. The Oilers get right back in this game on this goal by Strom. Excellent pass by Benning. Puck movement just great from Nugent Hopkins to Benning. Ryan Strom gets his third goal of the year. Benning gets his second assist. Nugent Hopkins gets his seventh assist. And just like that, the Blues take the lead. And then Edmonton gets their second um, power play line out there. And they're able to get on the board one-to-one tied going out of the first period. That's the way the score would be. Overall, I'd say it was a good period for both teams. Uh, a lot of offensive opportunities. Uh, there were some good hits. As we all know, Edmonton, you know, before this game, were leading the league in hits. So you know it was going to be a physical hitting game. And it, it, it was for the most part. Uh, going out of the first period, the Blues outshot Edmonton 13-12. to 12, But it was pretty even. You know, it, uh, I thought in my mind that both teams were pretty well matched going into the second period. Second periods have been very good for the Blues this year. They've been really bad. This one would be awesome. The Blues would just, I think, up their game in the second period, really controlled the flow of the game, put a lot of pressure on Talbot, would get great opportunities, but they were only able to get one goal, and they got a power play goal, which is very nice to see from Alex Steen, just right there where he needs to be to put this puck in. 
third goal of the year for Steen, seven minutes and 20 seconds into the second power play goal. Blues up two to one. Chet is knocked down in front. He gets back on his skates. And a shot, tip, rebound. They score! Jammed in, I think, by Steen. And the Blues take a two to one lead a power play goal. Steen's taken that puck to the net a couple of times. And with this puck movement to the outside, there was a couple of double clutches from the point that I think unsettled the PK of the Edmonton Oilers. Alex Petrangelo doing a good job, but the power play's got to start with a face-off win, something they've been working on. They lost it originally, but Steen got in there, lifted up the stick, and because of Steen's effort, they win the face-off. Now back to Schwartz, Petrangelo, and he looks and looks and lets that one rip, gets slowed down a little bit, and there's Steen going right to the front of the net. What do I always say? You guys know what I always say. Go to the front of the net, and when you do that, good things happen. I mean, probably 60% of the time, good things happen. That's exactly what Steen did, and that's Alexander Steen's game. Great passer, but he needs to be in front of the net. That's his third goal of the year. Power play goal, Shin gets his 18th assist. Petrangelo gets his 11th assist. Seven minutes and 20 seconds into the second. Blues are up two to one. I thought the Blues owned this period. Now, when I mean owned, I mean really owned this period. This game could have been five to one, four to one at that point. And Talbot stood tall, stood really tall. So the Blues outshoot Edmonton in that second period, 19 to 12. And I would say Edmonton didn't have great, great opportunities. They had a few. It was the Blues that had most of the opportunities. And so going into the third period, you're feeling pretty good with the Blues with the lead because um, towards the end of the period, they started shutting things down defensively. Like I said, had more opportunities against Talbot. And this has got to be one of their better periods, the second period that I've seen them play this year. Just really dominating, really made Edmonton look really flustered and, and just out of place. Going into the third, you're hoping the Blues can put another good period together. And man, did they ever. They just pressured from the beginning of that third period and just were relentless they didn't allow a lot of shots in the period they didn't get a lot of shots but when they did man they counted it's blocked and the blues two on one the other way shed and upshaw to the net shed a shot he scores shed into the top corner and the blues take a 3-1 lead he looks off his man to the right as Schwartz gets some attention on the bench right there, looks like he lost his wind. Shen likes to go to the glove side. He likes to drag it back to his right and snap it to the glove side here. He changes the direction on this odd man break, brings it back to his feet and goes to the stick side, short side, and it is a brilliant wrist shot. A brilliant wrist shot indeed. Shen is right over the top, right over the top of Talbot. I don't think that's where Talbot expected it to be. And I'm going to tell you guys something. Shin played such a great game. He should have had probably three or four goals. He had that good of a game. He was always in on the play. Just a great, great game for Braden Shin. Uh, just an overall great player. I still am shocked at how Doug Armstrong stole him. And I do mean it was it was federal theft what he did to the Flyers and Ron Hextall. Yori Laterra for Braden Shin. Seriously? Shin gets his sixth goal of the year. Upshaw gets his sixth assist. Five minutes and 44 seconds in. The Blues are up three to one. And at this point, they've really started to take control of this game. They're shutting Edmonton down. Edmonton's not getting a lot of opportunities. 
And Braden Shin continued to play hard. This guy just does not give up. He can be physical when he needs to be, but he didn't need to be really because he got another goal immediately after that for his second goal of the night. Just under two minutes, about a minute and 40 seconds after his first goal of the night, he gets his seventh goal to make this game really out of reach for Edmonton at 4-1. to one. Big Ben moves off the faceoff and Tarasenko. Now Pareko right in front. They score! What a play! And Shen gets another one. And the Blues lead 4-1. to one. Big faceoff win in the offensive zone and Vladdy Tarasenko slides to the middle of the ice at the blue line. And that alleviates any pressure, but you've got to love the way that the defenseman Pareko slides down to the left side of your screen, the right side of his his part of the ice, and one quick pass to Schwartz. And you remember, Schwartz collided with Connor McDavid on his last shift. He lost a little wind, got knocked out of him, and there he just one taps it right back there to Shen, who's got an easy tap in. Again, what did Braden Shen do? Went to the net and had an easy tap in, as uh, Darren Peng said. Just hard work on Braden Shen's part. I can't say enough about this guy. And how excited we all are that he's a member of the Blues and Yuri Laterra isn't in his place. Anyway, Shane gets his seventh goal, as I said earlier. Schwartz, he gets his 15 assists. Great year for Jaden Schwartz. Excellent year. And I'm going to keep saying it until he gets his credit. The most underrated player in the NHL in Jaden Schwartz. Pareko, I don't think, has had a good year so far. That would have to be his best game last night. Was physical. Got a few opportunities. He gets his six assists. Seven minutes, 28 seconds into the third period the blues are up four to one and that's exactly how this game would end four to one blues the blues outshot edmonton seven to six that's right seven to six and you can say well the blues didn't have many opportunities yeah but think about this Braden shen had two goals on seven shots so camp camp talbot's uh save percentage in um the third period was, was not very good anyway the blues win this one let's go ahead and go over the stats of the game the Blues improved to 14-5-1. Edmonton falls to 7-10-2. And, and out of those 10 losses, seven of them have been at home. Not good for the Oilers. Shots on goal, the Blues 39, Edmonton 30. The Blues were 1-4 for four on the power play. Edmonton was 1-3. for three. Face-off, pretty even. The Blues 47%. Edmonton 53%. Sabotka gets that big shorthanded goal in the first period to give the Blues a one and nothing lead his fourth of the year. Steen gets a power play goal his third of the year. Shin gets two goals his sixth and seventh of the year and also adds an assist. Petrangelo has two assists. Jake Allen makes 29 out of 30 saves. Strom gets a power play goal for Edmonton his third of the year. Benning gets an assist. Nugent Hopkins gets an assist. Talbot makes 35 out of 39 saves. Great game for the Blues. Just I can't really fault them in any area, which is... Lately, the last couple games, is there's a lot of faults. But this one, they really got back to what they wanted to do. And they got back to that line of Shin, Tarasenko, and Schwartz. At the beginning of the year, I told everybody that's the way the lines would end up. And everybody told me, no, that's not the way the lines are going to end up. That uh, Shin is going to be on the second line and Stasny's going to be on the first line. Well, you know, I don't really care who the lines are, but I'm glad to see this line come together because I figured it would. Why don't we go ahead and go to the post-game interviews where we're going to hear from, of course, Braden Shin, who had a huge game, Alexander Steen that got that power play goal in the second period, and, of course, uh, Jake Allen. Big game for Jake. Excellent game for Jake. Just I can't say enough about Jake Allen in this game. And, of course, Coach Mike on this big win in Edmonton. Acting such a physical game. Yeah. Um, you know, I think uh, 
you know, we wanted a bounce back game, and and that's when we play our best when we're we're involved uh, physically, and um, you know, sometimes you're going to be scrums after the whistle and stuff like that, and we weren't happy with a few hits tonight, and it's good to see guys step in and, and stick up for teammates. So you thinking um, shoot all the way on that two on one with that? Uh, you know, him being a, a left shot there, uh, you know, you look right away to see if there's an opening, and um, you know, there wasn't, and uh, I guess uh, took the shot and and uh, you know went in and take those. How about the uh, the second one? Uh, I guess. Uh, you're crashing the net, and there's yeah, the a little. We threw up a little face-off play, not ex- not exactly that one, but it, it worked out. And I don't know if it hit Schwartz's stick or boot or, or whatever. You know, it was just uh, right place, right time. And and uh, like I said, um, you know, good team effort tonight. Second period, you're pulling away in shots. It's still tied. Did you think? You know, what's going on here with Talbot? Yeah, we we, uh, we know he's a good goalie. Uh, you know, he's going to make that first stop. Uh, he's playing well for him. And, uh, you know, I think uh, if we just stuck with our game, which we did, uh, we knew we'd come out on top. It seemed like in the second period, you guys kind of started to get your mojo back. Did you think that started with a four-checking? Yeah, I mean, that's when we're at our best, you know, when we four-check and, and uh, create turnovers and kind of limit time and space out there. And, and we were able to do that, uh, you know, kind of, uh, a little bit in the first there and, and the second and third and, and kind of frustrated him uh, towards the end of the period or to, uh, towards the end of the game. Do, uh, can you describe the goal, just what you saw, maybe how the uh, Yeah, it was actually one of the times I was late getting to the front of the net and uh, uh, Schenner had a tip and it was a loose box. He started slapping away at it, bounced in. It was a very physical game. Did you expect that uh, coming in? A lot of shoving, a couple uh, fights, near fights? Yeah. Uh... Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, we're prepared for anything when when it comes to game time. I think that's been one of our big big boosts this season. I think we uh, I think we played a very mature game. I thought we controlled our emotions pretty good. Um, you know, it's easy to get uh, carried away there when when things are getting ramped up. But I thought we did a good job of composing ourselves and, and sticking to the game plan. You know, our goaltending's been rock solid. Um, I thought we played a, a, a good hockey game today. And you know, after all those goals in the last two games, looks like the defense got came back together. Yeah, I think collectively, I think we've we've been playing. Uh, you know, I think we've stretched ourselves out a little bit and wanted to play a little bit tighter. Um, I thought we did that. And penalty kill was was good again tonight, and we got one on the special teams, which was a boost for us. And, and then you kept going from there. It was a good game. Your hundredth career win. Mm. Yeah, I didn't know again until tonight. I, I don't like stats, I, so uh, you know it's pretty cool when you look back at it. Especially you know my second really full year as a starter, and hopefully get a hundred more in the next couple of years. You're, you're, yeah, you're not a numbers guy. I'm uh, learning here, huh? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not great with them on paper, and I really just don't like them. But you're still young in, uh, you're still young in uh, your career. Maybe many more to come. Right? Yeah, you know I don't think I'll ever catch Marty, but you know I, it'd be nice to. You know, to to put up a couple hundred more. Jake, you guys wanted to bounce back game tonight. You feel like this is this is what you needed to see. Yeah, you know, uh, the last two games wasn't us. From myself to every single person, you know, pucks weren't just bouncing for us because we didn't deserve it. Uh, we weren't playing hard. Um, we were casual, but tonight was a perfectly executed row game. It was simple. It wasn't overly pretty, you know. But I thought we moved the puck quick. Um, we kept we uh, we kept on the move. We kept them guessing. We had them in their zone for a, for quite a bit of time, especially against a really good team. Physical game against these guys. Did you? Is that what you expected? Maybe going in? Or? They got some big bodies over there, and obviously Maroon and Lucic up front, and Cassian. So uh, you know, we put up a big boy pants on in the first period, and it was nice to see. Uh, it brings you guys into the game, gets you emo- you know emotionally involved, and uh, I thought they responded very well. wasn't weren't retaliating, weren't taking penalties, were just doing the right thing.
Yeah, I was. Um, that's uh, excuse me. That's that's what we've seen on the video, and uh, and I thought our guys were prepared well for it. Like you touched on this morning of why Braden has been such a good thing for your team this year. What did you see from tonight? Is it just a carry on? Well, you look at the matchup he had first and foremost, and uh, and and that was a hard match all night. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I probably would have said if we would have tied the matchup, we would have been we would have been pleased with that. Obviously, uh, defensively, you're going to have to do a heck of a job uh, when you're on the ice against Connor, and uh, and I thought that he did that. He was solid all night. And what I liked is that uh, he didn't cheat the game. He, he, he focused on the defensive part of it, and, uh, and I think that he stayed strong in, in the way that we needed to play the game and, and had the confidence that things would uh, come around offensively if he did that. Why has he been so good all season? Because he's a good player. That's the easiest answer that I can give you. He's a good player with character, so he's been a nice fit with our group. Um, you know, he's, uh, he's got obviously a very important role, and um, you know, he's, he, he does a lot of things for us. You got your mojo back, really, both offensively and defensively. How, how do you think that happened? Uh, I just think we got back to our game. Uh, you know what? What I liked uh, probably more, more than anything, I, I, I had a really good feeling before the game that we were going to come out, we were going to have a good start, and I knew that we were playing a team that was going to give us a real good hard game. Uh, what I like is that we stayed kind of focused on sort of our game and just staying with it. And obviously, it was a pretty even game, uh, but uh, I felt it got to a point where we were able to take it over because we just continued to stay with it. And your best players were better than their best players. Well, I don't know. I, I'm not focused on their players, but I, what I can tell you is that I was happy with uh, with our entire group tonight. The Steen goal was a, uh, a huge goal. What did you What did you see there? Well, Steiner Steiner has been doing a good job for us. Uh, you know, uh, moving around all different parts of the power play. But uh, the idea uh, of of moving him to the net front was for that reason. He's got a great stick. He's got hockey sense. You see some of the plays. He took a puck to the net earlier on on, on that same shift and had a great, real good scoring opportunity. So it gives us the, a little bit more of a threat from down low in in, uh, in the zone and. Uh, and obviously, that was a big goal for us. Was a huge goal for the Blues. Huge goal. This team, if they can play like they did last night against Edmonton in every game, uh, look out NHL because this could be the uh, President's Cup winner. Not that I'm that focused on the President's Cup because we all know what happens when a team wins a President's Cup. You very rarely win the Stanley Cup or get to the Stanley Cup Finals. We've seen it most years. It does happen, but not most years. This team, though, has looked really good last night. If they can play that way in Vancouver on Saturday, we should be leaving this road trip 2-1. to one. But that's just it. Will this good team show up, or will the team that's been making too many mistakes and a lot of standing around show up that was before this game? I, I think we're going to get a very good effort from the Blues on Saturday. They'll be heading home after that for the next five out of the six games being at home. So I'm looking forward to this game Saturday against the Canucks. And I hope you guys are too. It should be a great, great game. We know the Canucks are not where they need to be. They've just not played well. Uh, the Canucks right now, it's as of today, are 9-8-2. and two. Not a bad team. They're a little bit above 500. But uh, they really need to step it up in Vancouver. Vancouver fans are patient. You know, they were had a winner for a couple of years. They've always had good teams. The Blues hate them, and they hate the Blues. So it should be a fun physical game. Uh, we got Horvat that's been playing well for them with 15 points. Bosser's been playing well with 16 points. 
We've got uh, Thomas Vanique that was came over. He's got 11 points. Dorset's got, you know, a, nine points. And then we've got the Sedin brothers with eight and seven points. So this team has got some guys that can score. And, man, I'll tell you, their backup goaltender, Anders Nilsson, he could be making a case that he needs to be the number one because he's played in five games. He's four and one, guys, with a 1.91 goals against and a save percentage of 942. That's right, 942. Now, Markstrom, their starting goalie, uh, he's played in 15 games. He is 5-7, and seven, but with a 2.63 uh, goals against. And I'm going to tell you right now, what does that tell you when you have played um, 14 games and as a goaltender and you're 5-7-2 and, and you've got a 2.63 goals against? That tells me that they are not scoring for him. They're just not. So it should be a good game. I don't know which goaltender... Uh, we'll get the nod for them. But I would say the way Jake Allen's been playing, I think Jake is going to get the nod. He's our starting goalie, and that's the way it should be, unless we have back-to-back games. Great game for the Blues. Great win for the Blues. I'm excited to see what they do Saturday night. After that, guys, they come home for some games against Edmonton on the 21st. Then they have the Predators on the 24th. The Wild on the 25th, so back-to-back two tough games. 29th, they'll play home against Anaheim. And then they finish up the homestand against L.A. on December 1st. But they're right back out on the road with a back-to-back game against Minnesota on the 2nd. So, guys, I want to thank you for joining me for this episode of the Drop Podcast. I've been your host, Lance Descott. We're all excited for this big win for the Blues. Let's keep it going Saturday in Vancouver. Until next time, stay safe. And of course, let's go Blues! This has been the Drop Podcast. Don't forget to visit our website, www.droppodcast.com, where you can subscribe to our show and download current and past episodes from iTunes, Stitcher.com, and Google Play. You can follow The Drop on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. For more information about lineupmedia.fm or The Drop Podcast, email us at info at lineupmediagroup.com, theofficialdrop at gmail.com, or lansd at droppodcast.com. Until next time, let's go blues. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.